Hola amigos, que pasa? What a show we have for you guys today. A very special guest, an experimental co-host, John Schutte. He's here with us today, a fraternity brother of mine, really funny and eccentric guy, and he is here because he's interested in podcasting, and I uh, wanted to see how he would fit in Madrid Mania. Welcome, John. Oh, thank you so much for welcoming me. So who are you? Well, um, I'm a guy. Uh, that's what I identify as. I'm a certified mountain bike instructor, and that's about as sporty as I get. Um, and I currently sell cars. So. Nice. What kind of cars do you sell? Hyundai's. Hyundai's. Yeah. Nice. So that's what you do for a living, right? At the moment, yes. So how much do you know about soccer? Uh, I played whenever I was like 12, and I was pretty okay. I made one goal in three years. <laughs> so how much soccer do you watch none none that's okay we invite characters and you are a character so welcome <laughs> let's jump right into it about the match analysis there's no other way to say it. we got our pants pulled down by psg we lost 3-0 in paris it was fucking shambolic our defense was a shambles so in the first half we really the problem is we lacked an idea of play we didn't know what we were doing we lacked balance there was huge gaps between the midfield and attack and the midfield and defense. We didn't know what we were doing, basically. And on the other side of the field, PSG had two player, ex-players of ours, the goalkeeper, Kaylor Navas, who didn't really have much to do. We had zero shots on target for the whole game. And Di Maria, who I like to call Dima Sexy, because he's really ugly. If you see him, they, this, uh, when he was playing for Real Madrid, they called him El Fideo, or The Noodle, because he's so skinny. <laughs> if you see him, he's very skinny. But this guy is a workhorse, and he's so fast. And I, I still, to this day, I don't know why we dropped him. I kind of know why, actually. It was kind of club politics, and also we bought James Rodriguez, who was playing today, and we needed to sell players to make money to you know to offset the, the losses. Anyways, yeah, the game was terrible for us. We were lost. We didn't know what we were doing. The manager... He didn't explain to the players what he wanted. We played with a 4-3-3. And for those of you who don't know, 4-3-3 is four in defense, three in midfield, and three in attack. But that only works if you are working as a team, like pulling each other. And we were just, we were three islands. John, what do you think? Well, I think whenever you're three islands, you're not one big island. And I think it's really important to work together as one big island. A hundred percent. If you're... <laughs> if you're just one, you're three separate islands, the ocean's just going to overtake you. But if you're one big island, you got more of a chance, right? There you go. Remember, guys, this is a PSG team that was without Mbappe, Neymar, and Cavani. And they were slapping us around. They were pressing us. I mean, no, I'm serious. They were suffocating us to the point where we couldn't get the ball from defense to the, our midfield. That was the main problem. We There was a lot of points in the game where we just kicked some long balls and we lost possession way too easily because they were pressuring us. Our midfielders could not spread the ball out. And that's not even the worst part. The worst part was our defensive sequences. They were really bad. Why? We didn't know who we were covering. Our right back was sometimes playing uh, Carvajal. Sometimes he was playing in midfield. Sometimes Casemiro was at right back. They were all over the place. And PSG had one clear idea. Just get the ball. pressure uh Tony Cruz, which is our midfielder, German midfielder. And if you suffocate him, he's the distributor. Then Real Madrid cannot 
get the ball to Hazard and Karim de Dream, Benzema. We were losing the ball way too easily. And when you do that, it always spells disaster. It was 3-0, but they could have scored like three more goals easily. I mean, it was, it was bad, John. It was really bad. It sounds awful. In the second half, you, we were thinking, I was thinking to myself, oh, Zidane's going to say, okay, this didn't work, right? So let's try something else. No. He, this, he went with the same lineup, and it failed again. That's whack. We were losing the ball again, giving it away too easily. Carvajal had a shocker of a game. I mean, he was, his decision-making on the ball and in defense was terrible. I spoke about this on my earlier podcast, Carvajal. He used to be one of the best right backs in the world. Right now, I mean, he wouldn't even start for a second division team. I mean, I don't know how he's starting for Real Madrid. The only reason I can think of is because we have no replacement for him. And so the other, the other guy we have, Odria Sola, he's not very good either. So Zidane is kind of like, I just got to, these are the cards I have and right, I just got to play. It's what you got stuck yeah. with. And also PSG kept Eden Hazard, who, the new player we signed from Chelsea for 120 million euros. Very quiet. He's out of shape. You could see that. If you saw the game, he doesn't have a belly, but like he's stocky. I mean, if you guys can't see me right now, but if you could see me, you can tell I'm out of shape. <laughs> You should look at my belly. Hey, compare? <laughs> Hamas, who had a really good game against Levante, today he was very quiet. He couldn't do anything because Zidane played him as a central midfielder, and that's not his positioning. That's not his game. His game is to play behind the striker, give the killer pass, and score goals. And when he's in midfield, his, his strength is not defending and, and keeping the defense intact. His strength is score goals, and he's very far from that when he's in midfield, so he couldn't do that. We had a lot of ineffective possession, and what I mean by that, I mean like we're just passing the ball around without penetrating PSG's lines, and PSG were just happy to just you know, say, okay, you can have the ball, but you're not going to do anything with it, so we don't care. And the most concerning thing, in attack at least, was that the ball was not arriving to Benzema and Hazard, so they were forced to drop deeper. They were forced to drop in the midfield instead of being in the final third. When I say the final third, I mean like near the goal in the penalty box and kind of in that area. Munir, the right back for PSG, and he had no problems with Hazard at all. He had him on lock. There was no outlet. There was a point in the 56th minute when we kicked the ball out of play with a shitty cross. And some of the Real Madrid players were just like, they had their hands open like this. Like in confusion and like the music, they're like, "What are we doing?" What's a shitty cross? A shitty cross, shitty pass, like a long oh. ball that didn't reach its target. The players were just like, "We don't know what we're doing here. Like we're just, we don't know. We don't, we have a clear idea." And Zidane, he he didn't make any changes until the 69th minute when it was too late. It was already 2-0, and I mean it was bad. And then in the 60th minute, we were sliced open so easily. And Di Maria could have scored and made it 3-0. And he didn't because he tried to chip the keeper. It just showed like our defense is like paper. So easy to cut through. That's a doozy right there. (laughs) And yeah, as I mentioned before, in the 61st minute, there was no defensive cohesion. So Carvajal, our right back, was playing at center defensive mid. Casemiro was forced to switch at the right back. I mean, they were all over the place. And that wasn't just them. It was in defense, in midfield especially. We know Zidane, he's no tactician, he's no tactical genius. He's more of a clap-your-hands manager. And what I mean by that, I mean like, he's more of a relationship guy. He's really good with relationships. 
uh, with like building player morale and stuff like that. But now you're beginning to see there's some cracks. The players I've heard uh, from some sources, they just say, oh, this guy doesn't have a plan. I, I think he should be moved to cheerleader. <laughs> He, I mean, if he's the so good pops. at yeah, building morale, you know, he that's essentially what he kind of is and was in his first stint. The thing is, though, he had Ronaldo, who was banging in the goals and could you know, solve problems. Now, so, now that's somebody I've heard of. Yeah, now he doesn't have that guy, so he's he's in big trouble. You could see heads dropping as the game won because their players are like, you know, this, this game's lost. We're not gonna win. And usually, Real Madrid's a club where we fight until the end. And you don't see that that very often. Yeah, so was the cheerleader then? I think Zidane, he's just out of ideas. He doesn't know what to do. He's kind of lost right now because he's been changing the formation a lot. And when a manager changes the formation a lot and doesn't stick to one kind of plan generally, that's a sign that he, he doesn't know his best team right yeah, now. Yeah, like he's really desperate to try and find something that works. Yeah, exactly. In the 69th minute, uh, Hazard went, in, went out and Lucas Vasquez went in. Lucas Vasquez didn't really do much. I mean, he kind of offered a little bit more defensive cohesion, but not really. And then Hamas was substituted for Luka Jovic. But these subs were way too late. Way too late. Um, Hamas was exposed tactically and defensively. He can't press very well. And when I say press, I mean like press the ball, go after the ball and just contain. So he needs to work on that. But we couldn't get the ball past the midfield. We couldn't get it to our attackers. It was, it was bad. That's why we had no shots on target. We had some shots that were close, but the keeper didn't have to make any saves. Yeah, I mean, we, Benzema missed a big chance with the header in the 78th minute to get one back, to get us back in the game. He made, It was wide of the post, and I was just like, when I saw that, I, was just, I just threw my notes in the air. I was just like, you know, this, this game's over. We lost. For me, the man of the match was PSG player called Idris Gay, who is kind of like, for you, those of you who follow Premier League, he's kind of like N'Golo Kante in the sense that he's a center defensive mid that just eats grass. This guy covers every blade of grass. So he's vegan? I Maybe. The way he takes care of his body, he might be. Although I, I think soccer players, they tend to be not vegan because they have to eat a lot of calories. So I don't know if vegan is the way to go. Uh, I'm not a nutritionist. And then at the end of the game, PSG was like, they're just like, all right, these guys are a joke. They're passing the ball around. And their fullbacks, Juan Bernat and Munir, they one-twoed past our central defense and scored easily for the third goal to end the game. They deserved it, man, because we were, we were awful. This ex-Real Madrid player, he was also an executive at some point, Jorge Valdano, he said after the match, we expected more reinforcements at Real Madrid, especially in the midfield. Zidane's 11 today was very exciting, which it was. There were some exciting players. But, he said, the team lacked conviction. The most talented players today hardly gelled at all. So what he's saying by that, he's saying the team had talent, but they don't have chemistry right now. Because they've never... Hazard has just joined the team. Benzema and Hamas, they're just kind of... They've played with each other before and they have a good connection, but Hamas has been out of the team for a, a while now. He's just coming back from loan from Bayern. So there's a lot of work to be done on the training ground. So, Gio, if you were in Zidane's position, what would you do? Honestly, man, with this team, that's kind of hard to tell. I would try putting five guys in midfield. 
Because if the way the game was going, I was we were being overrun in the midfield. So we need more guys in the midfield. That creates its own problems, but we kind of had stopped the floodgates from opening, and he failed to do that. He only waited until the 20 minutes until the game was over in the 70th minute to make any changes, and by then it was too late. Hey, listen, man, I'm not going to... Zidane, he had a terrible game, but that happens. Is he the right coach for us? Probably not. <laughs> But I'm not going to sugarcoat this. It's really tough to be a coach at this level. The pressure that you guys deal with is like immense. They're being scrutinized by the media every day. One interesting part is that uh, Florentino Perez, our president, he his relationship now with Zidane is not so good because Zidane wanted a player called Paul Pogba for Manchester United, and he didn't get him. He's a midfielder, which would have helped us. But Manu was asking for too much money, and Florentino Perez didn't want to pay that. And so... Zidane is kind of pissed off with Prontino Perez because he didn't get a player that he wanted. And so now what you're hearing, and now Zidane's not doing so well, Florentino Perez has a lot of mouth... Like, if you listen to some journalists in Spain, in Madrid, you're basically listening to him. They're kind of the mouthpiece through which he speaks. He gives little sound bites to them, and they write their little stories. And they've been criticizing Zidane a lot recently. So have you. I have as well. Because I think he's a clap-your-hands manager, and he's like, he's not a tactician. And we kind of need that right now with this aging team. Florentino Perez and Zidane are not getting along. I suspect if this keeps going, he'll be fired in October or November. Most likely. If this, if he keep losing at this rate. Who would replace him? There's this coach. His name is Jose Mourinho, who I really don't like. He doesn't have a job, and Florentino Perez likes him. They have a good relationship. And he would probably be the candidate to, to take his role. But, I mean, it would not go well. Because Mourinho, he's a toxic manager. He's like a short-term guy. He burns his players out. And he, he coached Real Madrid before. He left in good terms with the president, not with other people, especially the players who, didn't, who wanted him out. So it would be difficult. But if Zidane leaves, I think he's going to probably walk away from the job. Yeah, resign. Resign, yeah. essentially. Okay, now we're going to talk about player ratings. For Courtois, I give a four. He was beaten at his near post for the first goal way too easily. And, I mean, this guy talks a big game, but he's not it, man. He's overrated as fuck, in my opinion. He's not a top-five goalie right now that we thought when we were, we were signing him. So he needs, to, he needs to step it up. Mondi, our left back, probably the second best player in the game, our third best player behind Casemiro and Bale. I'll give him a 4.5. He played well, but like it wasn't his fault, man. He he was a product of our system that was just lost, and he and he did his best, but he he couldn't stop the goals from coming in. Varane and Militão, our center backs, will give a three. They were both awful. I mean, they didn't know what they were doing. Carvajal, I think, was our worst player, our flop of the match. I'll give him a 2.6. He consistently made bad passes. His form is so bad that, I mean, we need to find another right back in the January market. That's how bad it is because he's just his form is awful. And he's he lost position way too easily, and he gave up a few of the goals were his fault. Tony Cruz was overrun in the midfield, just like Casemiro and James. He did not have himself a very good game. I'll give him a 3. James was played out of position and had a terrible night as well. I'll give him a four. Casemiro was okay. He was a five. I'll give him a five. 
He prevented it from being worse because it could have been worse. Kind of shielded our defense and did the best that he could, but I mean, man, we were just overrun in the midfield. Since we were overrun in the midfield, our attackers are not going to get good ratings because they didn't get the ball and they weren't able to do anything with it because they barely got in dangerous positions. Benz and Cazardo give a four. They were both ineffective. And Bale, he was their best player. I'll give him a six. He scored a goal that was ruled out because the ball hit his hand before he scored the goal. He was our most dangerous player of the match, but I was just really disappointed with the tactics from Zidane. I think Zidane, I'll give him a one out of ten. I mean, he really had a bad game tactically. But was he clapping his hands? Maybe his actually, hands I are... did, actually, I did see him do that in the first yeah. half. I saw him do that. Um, Maybe his hands are just cold. Yeah, who knows, man. Um, yeah, he's in trouble, man. He um, And every every game, he looks more and more tired and stressed. Let's see how long he lasts. I don't think he'll last past Christmas. I'll be surprised if he does. If he does that, that means like, well, he really motivated his team and did something. Because right now, this team is just not at it. I'll be doing a post-match podcast on the Sevilla game, which is on Sunday at 2 p.m. St. Louis time. Huge match for Zidane. If we lose this match, he'll be in the hot seat. And his they'll be talking about his job security for sure in the paper. They already are, but even more so if he loses this match. Really important that we win this game. Really important. And it's going to be a tough game because Sevilla is always tough at home. Man alive. I mean, I... I see. I don't. I have. A, I can't really see us winning the game, honestly, with the with the players that we have, unless we change the formation and Zidane kind of sees what we've got. But it seems like he just he just doesn't have the solutions right now, and that's really worrying for me. John, what do you think? I think there's a lot of room for improvement, and maybe by Christmas we're gonna get a better guy. I hope a Christmas gift. I hope. You know? Rain in the new year with some wins. For sure, for sure. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the content we have for you today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, John, for coming. Thank you for inviting me. Like I said, I'll be doing a post-match pod. Hasta la vista, baby.